everyone. Welcome back to The Amazing Rewatch. We are covering Season 7, Episode 5. And just buckle in because this is a long episode. We didn't realize it until we finished. Well, until we got halfway through. And we're like, wait, we're only halfway through. Anyway, so there's yeah. two legs of this episode. It was weird, though, because it like showed the credits in the middle of the episode. Yeah. And so we thought it was over, and then it still said 41 minutes left, and we're like, wait a second, what? But so, it was a good in my episode, opinion, though. it's a very good episode. Yeah, episode. we liked so, it. Make sure you watch it and listen along. This episode aired March 29th, 2005, and the first team to leave are Rob and Amber at 3 a.m. The last leg, we were in Argentina, and Rob and Amber got first place. Because they got on the first flight with all the other teams. And then there was like two sets of teams because there's two flights. And mother and son, Susan and Patrick, were eliminated. Yep. So here we are leaving 3 a.m. from Argentina. The clue says, fly 5,000 miles to Johannesburg, South Africa. When you land, choose a March car and you'll find your next clue inside. And we find out we have $217 for this leg of the race. So then the next team to leave are Brian and Greg at 3.38. And they point out that they're the only team left that are not in, like, a romantic relationship of some kind, which is interesting. I'd be interested to see, because last season was also like that. Like, the top six or seven teams were all, like, partners. Yeah. Couples, partners. Like, overall, which type of teams are more successful? Yeah. Siblings, parent, children, friends, or, like, romantic relationships? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting to find out. I'm sure somebody's done the Yeah. Research. <laughs> or, or we should do it because this is kind of yeah our thing now. So, <laughs> But, I mean, I think overall they have more romantic relationship teams in general. Yeah. Like, it, that, they seem to lean towards that type of casting. Yes. So so then we have those two teams are getting to the airport, the Sao Paulo airport, oh, the Sao, the Buenos Aires airport. And they found out there's a flight that goes through Sao Paulo. It leaves at 10.55 a.m. and it will arrive in Johannesburg at 6.55 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver is licking my hand very ferociously. <laughs> is there something he that tastes you. good? <laughs> Then Yuchenna and Joyce leave at 549, Ron and Kelly at 605, Lynn and Alex at 611, um, Ray and Dina at 920, and Meredith and Gretchen at 935. So something that happens when Rob and Amber are um, like getting their flights, the lady at the ticket counter says, I'll let you carry that about her bags, about his bags. Uh-huh. And his there's big, like big backpack. that little noise that's like yeah you know that you know that something is gonna happen yeah around this oh it just pushed a bunch of numbers on. (laughs) it's very easy to miss unless you're like amazing yeah like if you've been watching for a long time you know that that means that this is important yeah and (laughs) so ron and kelly and joyce and yuchenna they get a different ticket lady to buy their tickets to Johannesburg and that lady makes them check their bags. She's like, they won't let you on that. They won't let you take that on the plane. And they're like, oh, okay. Because they kind of arrived at the airport at the same time. They didn't see everybody else. So, yeah. So they're the only two teams that have to check their bags. Everybody else gets to take theirs as Mm carry-on. So so these last two teams, Ray and Dina and Meredith and Gretchen, are kind of leaving quite a bit later than everybody mm-hmm. else. I mean, they're six hours Like three behind. hours, yeah. Well, three hours behind the next, but six hours behind the first two teams. Yeah. So. And it's kind of questionable if they're going to make it onto that flight because it leaves at 10.55. Meredith and Gretchen don't leave the pit stop till 9.35. Mm-hmm. So Ray and Dina get the tickets. Meredith and Gretchen get to the airport and they do get on, which is very good because that could have been awful. Yeah, that would have been the end. <laughs> Game changer for sure. And while they're on the flight, Ray makes friends with like a flight attendant and the pilot or something. Yeah. <laughs> and they get up to first class and are they are told they can they can be off the plane first. Which yeah. and he's like all proud of himself. 
He's, <laughs> he's bothering me. <laughs> Everybody lands. They're running out of the airport to their marked cars, except for those two teams are sitting there waiting for their bags, which would be so frustrating. Yeah. It's, it takes a long time to wait for your bags. I know. That would be like agony on a race. That just happened to us. Like when we came back from Paris and Belgium, my my bag came out relatively quickly, but my husband's bag, it took like 30 minutes almost for his bag to come out. Yeah. And they had a connection. Mm-hmm. So if bags need to change planes. Like it could have gotten lost if. Yeah. And they could have like been waiting and had no bag, which would be. Yeah. Awful. That would have been awful. So, yeah. They eventually get their bags, but they're the last ones out of the airport. And when they get into the car and get the clue, it says there's a fast forward available, the first of two fast forwards of the race. And this fast forward says travel 26 miles to Soweto to the Orlando Power Cooling Station Tower. And then when you're there, you cross this narrow suspension bridge to get the next clue. So it looks kind of like a... Like a tube. Yeah. But it like is wider at the bottom and a little bit narrower at the top. Yeah. And it's really high. Like and and then but it's like hollow. Yeah. And then there's a bridge that goes across the top. What is the word I'm trying to think of? It's like the power radioactive power or what is the power? Nuclear? Nuclear power. It's like a nu it looks like a nuclear power station tower, if you can imagine that. I don't know. That's what it looks like to me. But it's a big, tall, wide tower. And it's not in use anymore. And it's covered in like graffiti and art. So (laughs) Ray and Dina immediately say that they want to do the fast forward. And they head there immediately. And the other teams, they get the clue that is a detour. And the choices are tunnels or tribes. So, Oh, oh. sorry. In tunnels, (laughs) you have to drive 50 miles to um, some underground caves repel 45 feet down into the caves and search through the like the maze of the caves to find your clue and then in tribes you have to drive 40 miles to the Lasetti cultural village which is home to five like indigenous tribes and you pick up six six tribal items yeah and deliver them to the corresponding tribe and then they'll give you a necklace and then you take the necklaces and turn them in for a clue. Yeah. You pick up six, but only five of them correspond to the tribe. So you have an extra one, but you have to figure out who which one goes to where. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would definitely choose tribes. I think I would too. It's closer and it sounds easier. And thinking of crawling through tiny tunnels is yeah. terrifying to me. And they probably didn't know how small they were, but when they when those teams get there and like are climbing through, it's I I don't really get claustrophobic except for in that situation like in st george how there's that one rock that like gets really skinny yeah so in st george utah we visit there a lot there's like some rocks and there's one they call it the crack don't they i think so (laughs) and it's just like two rocks that are really close together like two big cliffs almost with a tiny opening to get through there I wouldn't fit right now. <laughs> I may have fit when I was like in high school, but I refuse. Like stuff like that, getting stuck in oh, yeah. between rocks is like. Would be so scary. And I think about like the kinds of spiders that live oh. in there <laughs> and bats like with diseases and stuff. I, I would, overall, what we're trying to say is Just, we would not choose no. the tunnels. <laughs> we would choose tribes. And also it's like about thinking and being smart yeah and i mean the caves would be cool but also like you're in south africa and this is like a really cool cultural experience to do while you're in another country so yes well lynn and alex they choose tribes meredith and gretchen choose tunnels brian and greg choose tunnels ron and kelly do tunnels tunnels, and you and joyce do tunnels so Lynn and Alex are the only one that choose tribes at this point because Rob and Amber also say they want to go do the fast forward. Mm-hmm. But they're a little bit behind Ray and Dina. And yeah, they right. are both heading there and they kind of both have a hard time finding it. But eventually Ray and Dina get there first and start doing the fast forward. Yeah. So there's like the little 
thing where you have to take a number and like do it in order. So if you arrive first, then obviously you get to go first. And it's not like one that you can do simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Only one came, team can do it at a time. So Rob and Amber arrive and Randina are already doing it. And they're like, there's no way they're going to finish this. So they like, wait. There's no way. I would be out of there so fast. Oh, if yeah. I saw another team there, I'd be like, okay, bye. Oh, yeah. And it's like how well, – they can't see from the ground who has finished at one point because yeah. Ray does it first and he does it very slowly because yeah. it looks scary. It's and scary and that the, the bridge, bridge is, is rickety. Mm-hmm. And then Dina does it second and she does it really slowly too. But like, yeah, if I was at a fast forward and there was a team already there, I would be like, okay, bye. Yeah. Unless it's like a fast forward. Some of them are like this, but a fast forward where you can do it at the same time. Right. And whoever finishes first, I might attempt that. Yeah, like the one that I'm thinking of um, with Team Guido and Emily and what's her name? Nancy in the first one where they're doing the coins. Yeah. And it's just kind of like you're doing it at the same time and whoever gets done first. Yeah. But yeah, if you have to wait for somebody to be done, then no, I wouldn't wait. I would go. And both of them are fighting with each other. Well, are we going to wait? Well, I don't know. You make the decision. No, you make the decision. Well, I don't know. Well, you make the decision. Like by that time they finish fighting. They Ray and Dina were done. Ray and Dina were done. They yeah. should have just left. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> they leave and Ray and Dina get the fast forward clue. And it says, make your way to the pit stop, which is at the Soweto Overlooked, which is just down the street from where Nelson Vandela once lived. And then they check in his first place and they win that lane. They win cars. <laughs> yeah, they win two. What are they called? Toyota RAV4s. Two Toyota, 2005 Toyota RAV4. And they look so old now. Yeah, but they were. They would have been like high end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is cool. And then the other people. Okay. Everybody else is arriving to the caves and the tribe stuff. Lynn and Alex are like the first to kind of start doing the detour. It doesn't look too hard. So you just like pick up an item and you walk around this area and. You kind of have to decide which item goes to which tribe, and you can ask, be like, "Do you ha- does this belong to you?" And they'll say no. You know, it's mm-hmm. it doesn't look that hard. And then they eventually figure out that like the archway into that tribe's area kind of has a clue mm-hmm. of what would match with them and stuff. So it seems pretty easy. Yeah. So they do it pretty easily. So. And so Rob and Amber are trying to decide which detour they want to do. And they're already, I guess the the towers were already near the Lissetti village. So they're like, okay, let's let's do this one. Mm-hmm. And they stop in a hospital in Lissetti <laughs> and people recognize them again. They stop to get like help for directions. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't just go to the hospital. Yeah. They- <laughs> yeah. yeah, people recognize them from Survivor and they are like wanting to take pictures with them and talk to them. And they're being nice. To, like, the fans, but they're also trying to be in a hurry. Like, yeah, they're go. like, we gotta go, but... <laughs> but they, yeah, get recognized. So they cool. they have definite, like, worldwide recognition, because oh, yeah. basically in every country they've gone to, <laughs> somebody has recognized them so far, so... Mm-hmm. Well, Ron and Kelly get to... They're doing the... They're doing the cave the caves. thing, and the brothers are doing it around the same time. They're all, like, in the cave at the same time. But Ron and Kelly leave. They have to crawl all the way around, follow these signs, and towards the mouth of the exit of the cave will be the clue. But Ron and Kelly leave the cave and don't even get the clue. Yeah, they're kind of like taped up to the wall, so like it would be probably it would be easy to miss because it's dark under there. Yeah, and so Brian and Greg get the clue, and it says drive yourself to the town of Soweto and go to the market to find your next clue. Okay, while we're talking about Soweto, I'll just tell you about it. Okay. So Soweto is a township in the city of Johannesburg mu- municipality in South Africa. Uh, the population is predominantly predominantly black, and the most common first language is Zulu. Gold was discovered in the area of Johannesburg in February of 1886, and many people of different races and nationalities came here in search of riches. In April of 1904, there was a bubonic plague scare, and the town council condemned the area and burnt it all to the ground. And then the town of, like the township of Soweto, was officially named and kind of formed in the 1930s when the white government separated blacks from the whites, creating black townships. 
And Soweto is the largest black city in South Africa. And this township or area came to the world's attention in 1976 when there was the Soweto Uprising. It was when mass protests erupted over the government's policy to enforce education in Afrikaans rather than their na native language. And so a lot of students did like protests and marches and stuff. And on June 16th, um, the police opened fire on 10,000 students who were protesting. Mm -hmm. And it says 176 students were killed and more than a thousand injured, but some estimates say up to 700 were killed on this day. I've never even heard of this. And this is really impactful and important because this is where Nelson Mandela was born and grew up. So this is kind of like the start of his like whole thing. <laughs> yeah. The impact of the protests reverberated throughout the country and across the world. And cultural sanctions and economic sanctions were introduced against South Africa and to make changes. And other townships came to the stage for violent protests as well. So in 1991, this date was created as like a holiday in the area as the International Day of the African Child. So they remember like the origin of the uprising and the changes to the apartheid government rules. So a lot of people visit this place when they go to South Africa because it has a lot of significant historical places. And you can visit the Nelson Mandela Family Museum because that's where he grew up and that's where the pit stop is. It's kind of close to his house. So, yeah, it's an important place yeah. in their history. Okay. So they have to go to Soweto to the market to get the next clue. So the brothers head there. And Ron and Kelly go back into the caves and get their clue and head there as well. And sorry, I lost my spot. Now I know I did too. Oliver moved my mouse. <laughs> Lynn and Alex then finish the tribe detour. And then Gretchen and Meredith and Joyce and Uchenna arrive at the caves. <laughs> so, yeah, they're going through it and... They do the same issue, M Meredith and Gretchen. They leave the cave without getting the clue. So Yuchen and Joyce go through, get the clue, head out to leave. Meredith and Gretchen don't get the clue. And they, like, undress. Because they had to put on helmets and, like, a jumpsuit and gear and all this stuff. And Meredith and Gretchen get out, take all that off. They're ready to head back to their car. And they're like, who gives us the clue? Do you give us the clue? Yeah. And the guys are like, no, it's in the cave. And they're like, Oh, um, we have to go back in the cave. And they were really struggling going through this the first time. Yeah. They have to crouch and climb and all this stuff. And they were, like, really struggling. And when they got out, they're, like, all completely filthy. Their faces are, like, black mm -hmm. with dirt because they're literally crawling on their stomachs and all this stuff. And so they leave the cave and they're like, oh, thank goodness that's over. Okay, where's our clue? And they're like, it's back <laughs> in. And they, like, are so devastated that they have to go back in. <laughs> But at least they, like, know kind of the direction that they need to go. Yeah. So, okay, we'll come back to that because yeah. Rob and Amber get to their detour at the cultural village. So they're kind of far behind because they try to do the fast forward. Mm -hmm. But Ron and Kelly get to the market and they get the clue, which is a roadblock. And it says who has... Who likes to shop. Yeah, who likes to shop. So you have a list of five items that are to be given to a local orphanage and you have to go through the market and buy them with yeah. I think your own money. Yeah, I think so. So there's like a toy and a blanket and a backpack and a shirt and some shoes. A diaper. A di diapers. Oh, diapers. Not a diaper diapers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so they have to go through the market and it it doesn't look hard cuz a lot of market things are like really hard. Yeah, super chaotic and yeah. Yeah, this one's not super chaotic and people speak a lot of like most English. Yeah. And doesn't seem crazy so it just takes time but it's not really hard yeah so is it kelly that does the roadblock yeah and then the brothers arrive brian and greg and greg does the roadblock yeah and then this is when we go back to the caves yeah and it's quite the ordeal because yes. gretchen and meredith go back down into the caves and like we don't see it happening because it's dark and they don't really have a camera crew down in there, I don't think. Do but they? they have a microphone on them. Yeah. So you just like hear a scream and like falling rocks. Fa yeah, <laughs> falling rocks. And like um, Gretchen is like, oh, no. 
like yeah, just I, kind of like I got hurt and then Meredith is oh um, my gosh Gretchen oh my gosh are you okay help us help us yeah she fell. and it's like so like oh and my the gosh. music and him screaming for help and her like crying like it is very dramatic yeah and, and obviously like <laughs> I don't think anybody's been seriously injured on the race right not that I remember. Like, if something really bad happened, like, we would have, like, heard about it or they would have, like, done something. But yeah. So, obviously, knew she wasn't, like, going to die. Yeah. But it was <laughs> But true. the camera gets into the cave and goes, like, to her face. And it is There's, like, blood, blood pouring everywhere. down yeah. the front of her face. Like, she has this big cut on her forehead. And, you know, like, head wounds bleed a lot. And she just has a ton of blood on her face. So it probably scared them both yeah. a lot. Yeah, to see that and to just, like, feel the blood coming down your face. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they were like, oh, my gosh. And sh- the, you know, the, the medical team go, come yeah. in there and she has to get one, one stitch, stitch on her face. <laughs> so she's sitting there and they're taking care of her. And she's like, Meredith, go find the clue. Keep going. Don't don't stay here let's we're not done you know yeah and she's like i always wanted a facelift or like something like that like she's like always just like super funny and like making jokes and stuff but meredith Mm -hmm. is so upset oh i know just like it's so sad he's crying yeah he's like crawling through the caves just crying (laughs) it's really sad (laughs) he's so sweet and he's so worried about her but anyways she's taken care of she has a huge bandage wrapped around her entire head (laughs) She's so funny about that, too. She's like, I can't go to the market looking like this. So Meredith does get the clue, and they leave the caves, and they're not stopping. She's going to keep going. Yeah. Which is awesome. So they head towards the market, and um, when they finish the detour, so Kelly finishes it, gets us a clue that says, load your items into your car and deliver them five miles away to the Orlando Children's Home. So they head there. And so the next teams that do the detour, so Lynn and Alex get there, Lynn, not detour, roadblock, Lynn does the roadblock, mm-hmm. Rob and Amber get there, so they did the detour pretty quickly. So obviously, I think that one was a much better detour. Yeah, especially the people that had to go in twice to mm-hmm. get their clue. Yes, and Amber does the roadblock, and yeah, so Greg finishes, and these teams, I mean, this is kind of just all happening at the same time. Teams are doing the roadblock, leaving, going to the pit stop, all the stuff. Ron and Kelly get to the orphanage, and it's, like, so sweet and cute. It's, like, it looks really nice and has, like, a big play jungle gym, and all the kids Mm -hmm. are just waiting for them and cheering for them, and they're so cute. And they're so, like, happy. And I'm, like, it made me want to cry. They were, like, so adorable. And the lady who runs the orphanage it looked like she was like super nice and mm-hmm. she was like very ex- grateful for yeah, the accepted the stuff donations and, and yeah so ron and kelly get the clue for the pit stop it says search soweto and find the famous street where nelson mandela lived go to the outlook point at the end of the street for the pit stop as they're running out kelly was like that was the best thing we've done on the race so mm-hmm. far like that was it, so cool yeah just like super uplifting and i don't know I mean, the fact that those kids are in an orphanage, I'm sure that it's a sad situation for mm-hmm. them, but they just, like, seem so happy and mm-hmm. they have each other, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like a good place for them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that the race kind of focused on... Yeah, like highlighted a- that and mm-hmm. that was a cool thing to do, so... Because Brian and Greg get there next and they get the clue and go to the pit stop and they also had great things to say about it and they mm-hmm. kind of, like, they played with the kids a minute, like kicked a soccer ball and like gave them all high fives and stuff and really liked it and then lynn finishes the roadblock they head there as well so ron and kelly check in as team number two and brian and greg as team number three and lynn and alex as team number four yeah Yeah. so amber's doing the roadblock she's like in the market doing some shopping and again somebody recognizes her there's this lady it was like she's like amber yeah. And Amber's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, and Boston Rob. Like, so <laughs> she like walks around because it seemed like Amber was kind of going slow at first, or at least yeah. it's the way that they edited it, edit, edited it <laughs> to make it look. <laughs> yeah. Like she was like kind of having a hard time going really slow. And then as soon as this lady was like, oh, here, let me help you. And she like finished it so fast. Yeah. She was, and it was really funny because the lady was like, 
grabbing her arm and making Amber Yeah, she's laugh. like, let's go. Let's yeah. do it this way. <laughs> and she was kind of, you know, um, haggling for the price for her. Mm-hmm. So she got good prices. She knew exactly where to go. She was, like, making her go fast. And they get the clue to the detour. And they're like, the how do you block. get – I mean, the road – no, the, the pit stop. Sorry. Well, no, because they're going to the – Orphanage. orphanage first so she goes there with them like yes. shows them how to get there yeah they're like how do you get there and they're like will you just come with us and she's like yeah <laughs> she's probably like yes i'd love to yes <laughs> so she gets in the car with them and tells them exactly where to go and they go in and get the clue for the pit stop as well and they take her to the pit stop with them <laughs> yeah and they even take her to the mat with them which i think was so cool like because <laughs> they were running up to the mat and she was kind of standing behind and feels like who's your friend like have her come up here and yeah yeah she probably like had the best day ever (laughs) you know that was just like a lucky place to be on that day for her so so they checked in as team number five so joyce and uchenna kind of get lost on the way to the market they're they seem kind of bad at navigating i know they have been getting lost a lot and they get there and Joyce is like i don't want to do this will you do it so uchenna does it i know it's just so much it's so like a married couple kind of thing to do. She's like, yeah. I don't want to do it. You do it. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he does it and doesn't have too hard of a time. And Meredith and Gretchen get there and Gretchen does it, which I was surprised, but she seemed like she wanted to. She was yeah. like, yeah, I'll do it. But she was walking around with this huge bandage on her head and she still has like blood on her face and on yeah. her Yeah, like her she hasn't really shirt. had a chance to get cleaned up. And <laughs> Yeah, her white shirt has like blood all over the front. So she probably looks so <laughs> She even says, when they see me coming, they're going to run the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Yuchenna and Joyce get to the orphanage to drop off their stuff and... This is really significant for them because, like, they've told us in their, like, you know, their, their interviews, interviews and their bio is yeah. that they have struggled to have children and they've tried for years IVF and it's been, yeah. it hasn't been successful. They want to win this race to get a million dollars to do IVF again. Mm-hmm. And it's been a strain on their marriage and all this stuff. And, like, seeing these kids and they both were saying, like, this is, there's so many kids out there who could use a home like ours, maybe. IVF isn't our only option. Like this, yeah. Is, maybe this could adoption be would be yeah. something we could consider, and which is, I think, really cool and really sweet. Yeah, and, yeah. They seem like a really great couple. I don't know. I I hope I hope good things came for them at the end of this race. I'm interested to see what what happened to them. But yeah, it was just a really sweet moment for them, and I really liked it. And then they head to the pit stop and check in as team number six. Yeah. Which they were surprised about. They thought they that they were last. They must have gotten pretty lost because mm-hmm. um, even though they saw Meredith and Gretchen were still yeah had that to they go had to go back yeah yeah. But like um, as they were going up to the orphanage, Eugenia was like saying like we're last, we're last, and Joyce was like, "Don't be so negative. You don't know." Mm-hmm. So they were pretty surprised that they were team six, but that means that Gretchen and Meredith they head into the pit stop and they are the last to arrive. And they are not surprised. <laughs> yeah. And they are they don't seem like super devastated because I think they've just like had a great time and have had have enjoyed themselves and like have really gotten along. So they're like ready to hear the news. <laughs> yeah. But he However, tells them <laughs> that they are not eliminated and they have to give all their money back to him. But not only all their money, but all, all their, their possessions, possessions except for their passport and the clothes on their back. That is wild. Yeah. And that this I is don't, the first I don't season that they've this. done it. Yeah. So, like, I think taking away your money is bad enough. But I think, was it you said that everybody up until now who has had their money taken away has not been eliminated the next leg or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. So maybe they thought it wasn't extreme enough. So they changed it this season? Yeah. The, the, this isn't a bad enough punishment. And so. once again, we're in an a country where they shouldn't be begging people for money mm-hmm. like we always are there yeah like that's every time they have a non-elimination league so they're like shocked <laughs> they're like oh, oh okay okay and then they're like even when we like even if we check in the next league we don't get our stuff back and they're like no not until the end of the race yeah do you not get your stuff back that's harsh that is but, I'd be like one leg. 
one leg would be really hard not yeah. to have your stuff. Yeah, like but the entire two, yeah. race, that's like setting you up for failure. I feel like okay, so the, this is coming back to me right now as a memory of the race. Like I feel like after they started taking away their stuff and teams knew they weren't going to be eliminated, they would like put on like extra layers of yeah. clothes and like put stuff in their pockets so that when they gave up their bags, they still had some of their stuff with them. Yeah. I don't think this lasts too long. I don't think But so. I do think some teams learn and yeah, they like pile on as much as they can. Yeah. Which I would do too. Yeah. It's like Joey in that one episode of Friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking of that. But. So anyways – Luckily, they're not eliminated because we do love Meredith and Gretchen, and yes. this would be so like disappointing to go through all that and be eliminated. But also, you're probably like, oh "My gosh, what I just what be eliminated? Do, do now? I know I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> my head is bleeding, and my clothes are yeah, their clothes are. And this filthy. is the only outfit I can wear yeah. now for the rest of the time. This shirt that's covered in blood. Yeah, and like they're like literally just kind of standing there with their mouths open, like <laughs> okay. <laughs> So th this is when the episode finishes and we're like, oh, okay, great. Let's record. And we push pause and it's like, oh, wait. This 41 is minutes left. 41 what? minutes left. This What's is, going on? Yeah. So this is, and this it's is like, it. stay tuned for a two-part special of The Amazing Race. And we're like, okay, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. So, do you see him? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I know. Someday we're going to have to do like video recordings of this podcast. People do like their podcast will also have it on youtube you know yeah and you guys will get to see i'll take oliver. a picture of what oliver <laughs> looks like right now we do have the capability to record video but we just like never look cute when we I do know. this because we're always like in our pajamas and we do it at night we're yeah. both sitting here like on the couch with big blankets over us <laughs> we're definitely laid back and relaxed when yeah. we do this <laughs> so anyway one day all right, so. So here we go. This is leg <laughs> six, but still in episode five. Yeah. And Ray and Dina are first to depart at 1041 p.m. And the clue says, drive yourself 30 miles to the Rhino and Lion Nature Reserve and feed the lions. T teams will sign up for a shuttle in the order in which they arrive. And there's two shuttles. Mm -hmm. And they leave how far apart? Eight, an hour eight and nine. Yeah. So 8 a.m. And they're leaving at 1041 p.m. Mm -hmm. And then the next team is Ron and Kelly at 1239 a.m. So they're Ray and Dina got about a two hour head start because of the fast forward, but not really because now they have to wait till the morning. Mm -hmm. And then all the other teams leave like Brian and Greg at 103, Luna and Alex at 124, Robin Amber 133, Uchen and Joyce 220, and Meredith and Gretchen 351. So Gretchen and Meredith were still an hour and a half past the next last team, Joyce yeah. and Uchenna. And they thought they were going to be last, Joyce and Uchenna. Yeah. So um, Lynn and Alex, Ron and Kelly, and the Ray brothers. And Ray and, and Dina. Ray and Dina are on the 8 a.m. shuttle, which means. No, I think Lynn and Alex are on the second one. There's only three teams on the first one. Oh, you're right. You're right. Lynn and Alex are the first ones to be on the 9 a.m. shuttle. Yeah. So Lynn and Alex, Joyce and Uchenna, Robin Amber, uh -huh. and Gretchen and Meredith are on the 9 a.m. shuttle, the second one. Yeah. So <clears throat> all these teams are kind of hanging out before they get on the shuttles and waiting to go. And we find out that Uchenna and Joyce came to Meredith and Gretchen's tent the night before and gave them clothes yeah because we were like they're wearing different clothes yeah, and they're clean and like, they're clean, clean and clothes. so we thought that they wouldn't be able to have different clothes so yeah. i'm like what happened yeah and then we which find out. i think is so yeah nice and so then they go to the other teams and they're kind of like asking them for money and Mer gretchen says this funny, funny thing <laughs> she goes up to the brothers and i think ron and kelly yeah she kind of gathers and the people she's around. like hey guys come over here for a second she says we're starting the save the rhino fun and that's no lion <laughs> and they all like double over laughing they think it is so funny it's just like so oh. cute and they do give her money the only teams that don't give them money are robin amber and rain dina and honestly this part like made me sick like meredith walks up to ray and he's like could you guys spare like five dollars or something like anything could help and he's like Maybe later in the race, I would consider it, but yeah. not right now. 
And I like it literally like made me sick to my stomach. His response to Meredith's, Meredith's like, oh, okay. And like walks away. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. And then Rob and Amber, they say, was it Rob that says the sacrificial lamb or is that Ray? That was Ray. Ray, he says, they're just like the sacrificial lambs. I'm just thinking of them and try not to prolong the the misery. The misery. Yeah. I'm like, that you're just rude. You, that and Rob and Amber, <laughs> Rob's like, she's really tough to look at. Yeah. Because <laughs> she has bruises and her face has like stitches and stuff. I'm like, you guys are disgusting. Yeah. Like, Dina and Amber didn't say a word through all of this. It was Ray and Rob that made like made all these said all these things yeah. in these comments. But like, you know, it's just like you would have if you were a kind person, you'd be like, yeah, we're in South Africa. I don't want these people to ask the locals for money. I'll right. give them money. Yeah, that's one thing of it. That to be a kind person. Another, it's just like they're older people and they need help <laughs> like yeah. help them and also it's just like yeah this is a race but you're also a human being and you can be like kind right like it just made me so sick and it makes me so mad and it made me turn very have very different opinions of these two teams like mm-hmm. at first i didn't like ray but now i really don't like ray and robin amber i'm like that gave me the ick yeah for <laughs> and sure. there's something else that happens later in this like also that yeah is a little and the other teams already don't like robin amber and this makes them really not like robin amber yeah and the other teams the other teams only give them five dollars i know like it's not like they're asking for a hundred dollars or anything and also it's not if you're so intimidated by a team winning over you because you gave them five dollars then you should lose anyways i know i know (laughs) especially ray when he's just like he has had such low opinions and like been so disgusted that these old people are in the race and they're like mm-hmm. they're bound to be eliminated anyways. Like, mm-hmm. what's the harm of giving them five bucks and yeah. just like? Apparently, obviously, you're so much better than them. Yeah. So why are you so afraid to give them five dollars, Ray? You <laughs> coward. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this part made me so mad. <sighs> But Meredith and Gretchen are very gracious and they don't say anything or bring it up or yeah, they're just like, oh, gossip okay. or anything. They just, you know, mind their own business yeah. and do their own thing. Yeah, because if it was Lynn and Alex, they would have had a ton of stuff to say about uh-huh. Rob, and Rob not giving them money. Yes. And Meredith and Gretchen don't say anything. They're just very gracious to the people who did give it to them and they don't. And do, they move on. Yeah. Which I think is very telling of another person's character. Like this whole thing is very telling of yep. all these people's character for good and bad. Mm-hmm. All right, the first shuttle leaves <laughs> <laughs> to feed the lions. And it's kind of funny because the person, they have bags of raw meat uh-huh. and they're going to drive out into the middle of the savanna or whatever they are. The bush. The bush and give <laughs> these lions food. And the people who are telling them, they're like, even if a lion jumps into the vehicle, do not move. And they're like, oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of, all their eyes are kind of like. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. But this goes by quickly because it's not really like a roadblock or a detour. It's just something to do to get yeah, the next clue. To get the next clue. It does look kind of cool though. Like mm-hmm. they're like super up close and personal with the lions and they're like tossing the raw meat out and yeah, the lions will eat it. And so the first truck get, finishes that little task and the clue that they get says to fly to Botswana and then travel 440 miles by train and bus to this giant aardvark or as rob says aardvark aardvark yeah <laughs> outside the village of gueda Gu- yeah yeah so that first set of teams get to the airport and they find out there's a flight leaving at noon and then the next shuttle does the same lion thing and they're leaving the he the, was just chewing on our oh. cord <laughs> all over her no wonder like my audio is gonna be gone (laughs) (laughs) oliver just has a cord in his mouth oh gosh oliver you little stinker so the teams the second set of teams who are leaving they have like a map and lynn and alex are the first to leave and they leave the lion place and they go the wrong way immediately and gretchen and meredith and robin amber are just like follow them they know where they're going and you chet and joyce 
leave. Shockingly, are the only ones <laughs> yeah. to go the right way. They're like, they, I think they're the wrong way, and they go the other way. So, yeah, they are the only ones that make it on that noon flight. Yep. Because they didn't get lost. So, Gretchen and Meredith and Robin Amber arrive, and they get on a 135 flight. And Lynn and Alex are, like, in the city of Johannesburg, which is not right. Yeah. And they're, like, driving around, and they're, like, scared. and Yeah, Lynn makes uh, several comments that I think are not PC at this day and age. insensitive. (laughs) But I think, I mean, I think Johannesburg does have a lot of crime. Yes. And it is, like, there are some places that aren't safe to be. Yeah. So I understand that, but also... But, like, his, some of his commentation yeah. is, like, and Alex gets out to ask for uh, directions, and he's, like, find somebody who doesn't have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's, like, oh, great. He, he's just walking right up to Tupac. <laughs> Stuff like that. I'm just, yeah. like, okay. But they eventually find their way, and they do make it onto that The 135 flight. So the first flight lands at 1 p.m. They get into taxis to go to the train station, but the train does not leave until 9 p.m. Yeah. And the other flight is only like an hour and a half behind. So the second flight will definitely catch up. And then they get on the train. They get on the bus. It's 440 miles, but nothing really happens because we don't see anything. And they arrive at the aardvark, Mm -hmm. which is probably the next morning, the next day. And when they get there, they get a clue and it's a roadblock. And it says, who's got good aim? And they have to successfully complete a hunting training exercise. And then, like, the Bushmen will give them their clue. They have to throw a spear into a bag that's, like, swinging on a tree branch, Mm -hmm. basically. So the people that do the roadblock are Ron, Rob, Ray, Lynn, Brian, Meredith, and Joyce. Joyce is the only girl that's doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Which, yeah, I'm like, it's interesting that they chose... You tended to shop and Joyce to do, to the, do the spear, yeah. Spear, but I think that's funny. At this point, she's probably like, well, I have to do a roadblock and this, you know, mm-hmm. it's my turn. So, um, so Brian is the first to finish the roadblock. He he spears the bag of, is it sand or I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, something. And the clue, what does the clue say? I didn't get this one. It says. Drive 35 miles to is all I got. Hold on, I got it. Oh, drive 35 miles to the cattle drive in the rural bush called Zauzara. It's like X-A-U-X-A-U-R-A, which mm-hmm. not very specific. It's just the cattle drive in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob ends up being the last to finish the roadblock, and he gets very discouraged. Yeah, he's like getting super mad. <laughs> mad at himself. Ron, when he finished the roadblock and got the clue from the, the bushman, he was like, grass... Like, like he was about to say gracias and then re- realized that he was not in a Spanish-speaking country and was like, Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, so they finish the roadblock. They head to the car they're supposed to drive, and they're like these Range Rovers. Mm-hmm. And they have to drive themselves through this desert and, like, the bush, and it's not any paved roads or anything. So before Lynn, we get to that. Lynn says, this is so Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and there was also a lot of, like, president bush jokes as yeah. they were driving through the bush but he was the president at this time so yeah. it was yeah yeah so botswana i did botswana as a whole because we're not in like a specific town really we're in the middle of botswana in the middle of the bush how many times are we going to say the bush, the bush. yeah <laughs> so it's officially known as the republic of botswana it's a landlocked country in south africa it's topographically flat and 70 percent of the territory is the kalahari desert um, it's bordered by South Africa, Namibia, and Zimbabwe. This The population is a little bit over 2.3 million people. It's one of the most sparsely populated countries in the world. About 11% of the population lives in the capital, which is Gabor, Gaborone. It was formerly known as the world's poorest country, with a GDP per capita of about $70 per year in the what? 60s. Wow. It has since transformed itself to an upper-middle-income country with one of the world's fastest-growing economies. Humans first inhabited this area over 200,000 years ago, and the British colonized the area in 1885 and declared it the name of Betuanland. I don't know. 
something like that. <laughs> and it gained independence on the 30th of September 1966. It's a representative republic. And it has a consistent record of uninterrupted democratic elections and the lowest perceived corruption, corruption ranking in Africa since 1998. Its economy is dominated by mining and tourism. The GDP per capita is at least 18000 a year as of 2021. So it went from $70 a year to 18000 a year. I was going to say tourism is probably a reason that the country has been do- doing better. It's mm-hmm. it's a really popular African country to travel to for like safaris, safaris and stuff like that. Yeah, so. it's one of the highest uh, GDP in sub-Saharan Africa. It's the biggest diamond producing producing country in the world, and high it has a relatively high standard of living and the third highest human development index of sub-Saharan Africa after Gabon. Gabon. Gabon? Gabon. 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 <laughs> and South Africa. <laughs> Botswana is the first African country to host Forbes 30 Under 30. I guess the event. <laughs> and the country has been adversely affected by the HIV AIDS epidemic. In 2002, Botswana became the first country to offer antiretroviral drugs to help combat the epidemic. Despite the launch of the program to make the treatments available and educate the populace about the epidemic, the number of people with AIDS rose from 290,000 in 2005 to 320,000 in 2013. As of 2014, Botswana had the third highest prevalence rate for HIV AIDS with roughly 20% of the population infected. In recent years, the country has made strides combating the epidemic with efforts being made to provide proper treatment and lower the rate of mother-to-child transmission. And Botswana has Africa's highest concentration of elephants, approximately 130,451 elephants. It has 1.28 elephants per square kilometer, which is the highest elephant concentration. (laughs) Sounds like somewhere you would like to go. I would love to go there. One of the seven natural wonders of Africa is located in Botswana, the Okavango Delta, which I think is where a lot of the animals are. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. And you can see meerkats here, <laughs> which would be really those, cute. Those are also cute, yeah. And the name of Botswana's currency means rain. The Pula, P-U-L-A, is the currency of Botswana. It literally means rain. Rain, like rain from the sky. Like rain yeah. of the king. Yeah. About 38% of Botswana is protected as a national park, sanctuary reserve, or wildlife management area, and contains one of the world's largest salt pans in eastern, northeastern Botswana, which we will get to. Yep. <laughs> so it seems very interesting here. Yes. I would love to go here. Like, that's just like a lot of really cool information. Mm-hmm. You don't hear, oh, I'm going to Botswana on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> When I think of Botswana, I think of Harry and Meghan because oh, me they too. go there. He, it's like his second home is yeah. Botswana. He like loves it there. Well, okay. So they are driving through the bush. <laughs> yes. Ray is getting mad at Dina about driving, but like, why doesn't he drive? I know. Does he not know how to drive a stick? I don't know. At one point, he was like, you're really bad at navigating, but it doesn't seem like they're being very successful with yeah. him navigating either. So... They fight a lot on this leg. Mm-hmm. And I think Dina is at the end of her rope. <laughs> yeah. And it makes me be like, oh, no wonder you guys are on and off again because yeah. <laughs> you don't get along. <laughs> you should just be off. <laughs> just again. off always. So Brian and Greg, the brothers, they are driving. and Brian's driving. Yes. Brian is driving. He's like, they have, you know, it's a pretty narrow road. And then all of a sudden. Well, Greg's like. Don't get onto the edge. There's rocks. You know, go, keep yeah. it straight. And Brian's like, I'm trying. This is kind of hard. And all of a sudden it's like, pow, pow, pow. Yeah. <laughs> the camera's like flipping around. And it's like, goes black. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck just happened? So again, this is another like Gretchen and Meredith in the cave situation. Like, I know, this episode's very intense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so you see the, 
like that was the inside of the car. It was like, you know, the rolling and everything. And then we see from the outside perspective of the car crash and the cameraman does look pretty hurt. Like he's laying there and he's like, yeah, Ryan and Greg are kind of standing over him. There's like a medical team. They have the cameraman's head in their arms. Like he's just laying on the ground, not getting up. And Brian looks so sad. Yeah. So upset. They just look they both look terrible. So, like they feel so bad. They feel so bad. And Lynn and Alex are the first car to come upon them. And they're like, oh my gosh, what happened? Oh my gosh. And they they, they stop, stop the car, they, get, and they out. get out. And they're like, and Brian and Greg are like, you guys don't need to stop. Just keep going. They're like, no, no, we're going to make sure everybody's okay. All right. What's going on? Are you guys okay? Do you need anything? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, thank you for stopping. Just keep going. Like, thank you, though, you know? Yeah. And Lynn and Alex get in the car. They're like, oh my gosh. Oh, I hope everybody's okay. You know, they're very concerned. But meanwhile, <laughs> Rob and Amber drive by while Lynn and Alex are uh-huh. still standing out there. Yeah. Rob and Amber do not stop. They don't even roll down their window. They Yeah, they don't ask if anybody's okay. Yeah. They just drive right on Rob's by. like, this is a race. We're not stopping. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> yes. And Lynn and Alex are, they are like. Of course. Brian and Greg are not too worried about what Rob and Amber are doing. Yeah. They're- Lynn and Alex are very concerned about what Rob and Amber are doing, which is another situation where it tells you the character of a person. You know, you could at least roll down your window. And at that's least. what a lot of the other teams did. Yes. They, they're like, oh, my gosh. They come up to the wreck. They're, are you guys okay? Are you guys okay? And yeah, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. You could at least do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't even do that. Yeah. And so... They get to the detour first, Rob and Amber, and the choices are food or water. So <clears throat> food is you use a wooden, a traditional wooden container and a big stick to grind corn down to like a flour, like a powder, a powder. Thing, yeah. and then the local woman will use her sifter to make sure the powder is like fine enough to get through the sifter and you have to fill it up to this line, this line in this container. There's a basket they have to pour it into and you have to fill it up to the line <laughs> yeah. in the basket. And water is – I didn't write down water. For water, you use a reed straw to suck water from an underground spring and then you fill big ostrich eggs with water – with that water and then bury the ostrich eggs to keep them cool. So it's like a big long straw that you like suck the water in and then hold it there and then like – Move it over to the egg and let the water in. Yeah. Until they fill up. I was going to say spit it back out, but that sounds gross. (laughs) Then they, they like cap the egg and then you bury it. Yeah. Okay. So Ron and Kelly, oh, at Rob and Amber choose water. Water. Um, Ron and Kelly, they get there, they drive by. Are you guys okay? Yeah, we're okay. Keep going. They choose food and Lynn and Alex choose food. And Ron and Kelly, are working pretty well together because they finished the detour first. Yeah. And the clue says, drive yourself seven miles to the edge of the m- Makadakadi. <laughs> <laughs> we had to pause this and it still took me like at least 45 seconds to type this word out. Yeah. I'm like, this doesn't make sense at all. There are so many extra letters. Yeah. So it's spelled M-A-K-G-A-D-I-K-D-I-K-G-A-D-I. <laughs> can't even spell it. I know. Let alone say it. The makadakadi. So it's those. The salt salt pan. And yeah. Drive themselves out to the salt pan for the pit stop. Yes. And they have to spend the night there. There's like beds set up out in this like open salt flat area basically. And they have to spend the night there at the pit stop. Yes. And Rob and Amber finish and head to the detour. The other teams are arriving. So Ray and Dina, I don't, did they roll down their window and ask? They did. Yeah. But they didn't stop. Mm-hmm. Joyce and Uchenna and Meredith and Gretchen all kind of drive by and say, like, are you guys okay? And go to the detour. Yeah. And, and they all choose food. Yeah. So Brian and Greg, they get a replacement vehicle mm-hmm. and a new cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> the cameraman's probably like, I don't want to ride with them. <laughs> this seems dangerous. I feel really bad. You could tell that they felt so bad. Because mm-hmm. it's like one thing to, like, when you're just in a wreck yourself. But when there's somebody else mm-hmm. and they get hurt. Yeah. Anyway, but. And it was, like, very accidental. I remember when yeah. Chip and Riken flipped their car. Yeah. 
but Riken was speed like Chip was like speeding through the yeah, rain. He was being reckless. And but they felt really bad and they like get in the car and they say a prayer and like yeah. want their cameraman to be okay and stuff. They're very they're very nice people. Mm-hmm. Like I really like them. And they head to the detour. So Ron and Kelly and Rob and Amber get to the pit stop about the same time and they run to the finish line. And Robin, Ron and Kelly check in as team number one, but don't seem to get a prize. Not that we saw. And Robin Amber is team number two. And Phil asks them, did you guys stop? Yeah. And he's like, no, it's a race, Phil, and starts laughing. And Phil's like, not laughing. <laughs> no, he definitely threw some shade there. Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys didn't even stop. No. Yeah. So then Eugenia and Joyce and Lynn and Alex finish the detour kind of about the same time and then brian and greg show up so there's still two teams there so that like i mean this they were the first car to be out of the roadblock right have we done the roadblock yes we are doing the roadblock right now no this is the detour the roadblock was the spear that's right okay so yeah brian and greg were the first to leave the roadblock they were the first car to be out Mm -hmm. and then this they wrecked and i'm sure that took yeah. a, a long time so like lynn and alex are taking a long time to do the detour mm-hmm. they finally finish but ray and dina are really struggling to do this like they are like yeah they're every just, like, time they arguing. sift the thing and they put it in the basket and the lady says not yet and they're like are you kidding me are you serious oh my gosh and then they're fighting each other and then dina's like I'm not even going to do this anymore. And she walks away and Ray's like, oh, of course you're not. That's just who you are. You know, they're just saying awful things about each other. Like, Ray is really mean to her. Mm-hmm. He's not supportive of her at all. And also, we were, like, wondering, what what the heck is going on with Dina's face? Yeah. Like, last episode, nothing on her face. This episode, she has, like, cuts and, like, a black eye almost looking. Like, her eye is, like, kind of shut. Yeah. And she has, like, bruises like on her face. It's all, like... Well, cause they didn't they didn't do a detour because they did the fast forward. Yeah. I was like, did they go in the caves and she like no. hurt her face or something? Yeah, I don't know. She looks beat up. I know. I'm like, I don't want to accuse him of anything, but what happened in the 24 hours from yeah. you guys leaving the last pit stop to now? Cause she doesn't look good, <laughs> and she like they're just not getting along. So it's taken them a long time to do the detour because they're not getting along or working well together. Because all the other teams teams that chose food yeah it did did seem to take longer than water but they worked well to get better Mm -hmm. together and they finished it yeah so the brothers run to the detour hurrying they're like nobody else is doing water let's hurry let's do that one let's do this as fast as we can and they like rush they go fast fast so the 13 to check in are duchenna and joyce and then lynn and alex are number four and then Lynn and Alex obviously have something to say about Robin Amber. We would have been team number two, but we stopped. But we stopped. <laughs> yeah. And Robin Amber did it. You know, they <laughs> always have to say something about Robin Amber. And Meredith and Gretchen finished the detour and they're Before team number Ray five. Before Ray and Dina, I might add. Mm-hmm. And because Ray thinks that they're so weak and useless, mm-hmm. but they do the detour faster than them. Yep. So he is, he's very... He has very low opinions of everybody else, but they're doing better than him. Yeah. So it's kind of like a slap in the face. Very. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So Gretchen and Meredith are team five. <clears throat> and like everyone yeah. is clapping for them as they run in. And yeah. Gretchen is like, put your hair down. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when he runs his like wispy hair, the top of his head kind of goes up. And she's like, put your hair down. Yeah. She says that at the end of like a lot of pit stops. And she's the one with, like, a black eye. I know. <laughs> They're so funny. They are funny. They're really cute. So. We have Ray and Dina. <laughs> like, so. So. We have Ray and Dina, Dina doing food and Brian and Greg doing water. And Ray and Dina are not getting along. Brian and Greg are so supportive They're of each other. Fast, yeah. Let's fa- do it. Yeah. You're doing good. This is a. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And then they get in the cars at the exact same time. Ray and Dina were a little bit before them. Mm-hmm. So they got out maybe... 30 seconds before them. Yeah. So they were ahead. Brothers were right after. They see them running out. So they're like, okay, let's go. And it's like super intense because yeah. you can like see the cars like right behind each other. And yeah. at this point I was like. They're going to crash again. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. But I was like, the brothers would win in a foot race. 
Yeah. Like Ray seems like he was pre- he would be fast enough, but Dina doesn't seem like she would be faster than them. But Ray even said like earlier in this leg, he's like, every time we have to run anywhere, I'm always waiting on you. Why are you so freaking slow? You know, like, which is not supportive of as a teammate. So they're in the middle. It's literally like flat, flat, flat. Mm-hmm. And that you, you can see in the distance, like there's a, par- a designated parking spot. And then the distance is the pit stop. Yeah. And all the other teams are kind of like around the pit stop in their beds for the night. Yeah. <laughs> and Phil's standing there. So we see the teams park at the exact same time and get out and run as fast as they can and drop their bags as they're running, you know. And Brian and Greg run fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, if this was us, we would lose too. I like, there would be no, there's no way. Like, they're so fast. And they run up to the pit stop and they check in as team number six. It was so intense. Like this moment, I was literally like, because oh I really, really did not want Ray and Dina to beat Brian and Greg. I really like Brian and Greg. Yeah. And I don't like Ray. So and I was when, like, Phil, oh my gosh. when Phil tells Brian and Greg that their cameraman is going to be okay, they like start crying because uh-huh. they're so relieved and yeah. just like. They're just nice people. Yeah, that, and they was, were that really... was a lot of emotions, I'm sure, yes. for them in that last, like, hour or yeah. two, so. And, like, as they're driving and right behind Ray and Dina, they're like, we're going to do it. We're, we're not eliminated this, like, we're going to do it. I love you, man. We're going to do it. Like, they're so kind to each other, so, like, pumped, yeah. ready to win, and Ray and Dina are just, like, negative, or Ray's negative. And Ray and Dina are kind of lingering back there because they know that they didn't, and Feels like, why don't you call Ray and Dina over here? And they check in as team number seven and they are eliminated. Yes. And Ray says, We deserve to be eliminated. We were awful today. I don't think I can accept Dina the way that she is. Yeah. Like she's not as competitive as me. And I don't know if I want to be with her. Yeah. And they're like, We need to go home and figure out what it brings us back together and pulls us apart. And this figured out because it's not working and stuff i'm like yeah it's not working so i hope tina dina figured out this was not working and got away (laughs) officially well would you like me to tell you yeah please tell me that they didn't end up together they got engaged right after the race and got married on may 21st 2005 ugh Rob and Amber attended their wedding. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> and they have a daughter named Reagan, but as of 2010, they are they were no longer together. So they're not together anymore. Okay. But they did get married for a little while and they have a child. And now Ray is engaged to somebody else and Dina works as a casting producer at CBS. So some of their franchise records. They were the first team to be given vehicles as a prize for winning the leg. I'm glad they got two vehicles and didn't have to share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess if you're married, you can share. They It says they're the oldest average age co-ed team to win a leg hmm, and finish the race in seventh place. So that's a, really that's a very fact. specific yeah. statistic. Yeah. <laughs> but they went from first to last because they had the in one episode it wasn't even in like yeah one yeah (laughs) checked in first because they had the fast forward and then they went to last place but you said um, they were first to go the first team to go from first to last no but it was just a a thing that i thought of so their average was five so they didn't do too bad they were seventh third sixth sixth first seventh so Kind of, you know, kind of middle, middle-ish. And Ray has a Facebook. So he actually does post in the Amazing Race fans Facebook page. And he seems like he, he makes decent comments and like compliments some of the other teams that he raced with and stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's just a nicer person now. You've got to think that when people see themselves on TV and they're like, ugh, yeah, I was not nice, that they hopefully try to be better. Yeah. So he's by far not the worst that we've seen on the race. No. I don't think that could ever be beat, but he's nope. definitely not the worst. <laughs> but, but, but definitely not the best. Is he's that not the best. And, you know, I just think 
sometimes the race brings out the worst in some people and yeah like i said hopefully they go home like you said hopefully they go home and realize that (laughs) but yeah so i hope that the years they had together were were nice and kind (laughs) yeah but they were divorced for a reason but dina's facebook she i'm guessing this is their daughter that they have together she's so cute she's if she was born between 2005 and 2010, she's like a older teenager slash young adult now, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and she has a picture of some pumpkins that she decorated in October of 2022. And one is like the says the amazing race. <sighs> so she's still. Where was the comment? Somebody said. I I would love to see you on the race again. And then somebody else commented, like, maybe with a better partner this time or something. Yeah. And then she, like, did, like, a winky face. They should do a season where, like, people who had really bad partners get to come on with somebody else. Yeah. I know there is that one girl who comes on with her sister instead of her boyfriend. Instead of her husband. Yes. Rachel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should do that for people who are, like... You could have gone farther with a better partner or a nicer partner. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rachel, wasn't she on three times? I think so. At least twice, but I think maybe three. It looks like Dina also got married again because she has like wedding pictures in her profile like recently. Oh, good. So, so it seems like they are both happy and, and enjoyed their time on the race even though it, you know. Yeah. I think if I would have seen Ray before season six, I would have been like, had even worse opinions yeah. of him. <laughs> but when you compare him to a few of the people on that season, it's like, oh, yeah. okay. You Not know. that bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back with episode <clears throat> six, and that will be the end of our first batch of this season. So come and watch, uh, listen to that with us. and. See you soon. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. Bye.